Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Live update for you from the Class AA State Legion Baseball Tournament in Billings in the top of the fifth. The Billings Royals lead the Lethbridge Elks 4-2 in loser out action. Missoula tries to stay alive. The Missoula Mavs try to stay alive against the Bozeman Bucks tonight. That's a loser out for Missoula and a uh, could be or, or could be into the state championship game for the Bozeman Bucks. So uh, just four teams left now at the Class AA State Tournament in Billings. Interesting stat. Thank you, Coulter. Either Billings, either oh, yes. the Billings Royals, the Billings Scarlets, or the Missoula Mavs have won every single state title since 2007. Bozeman, the last non-Missoula or Billings team to win the state legion championship. How about that? Uh, it's time to play a little game called Does Coulter Know Everything or Only Most Everything? This is the NFL head coaching edition. Now, Coulter, I'm you got to shut your laptop. Okay. Okay, got to have it down. It's two telling the Juanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, hour number two, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. They have been in business 30 years, 30 years, and they are now celebrating by offering you up to 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna and Beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris. Today and tomorrow, for the month is over, for uh, their 30-year anniversary sale. Coulter, uh, here's what we're going to do. 
I have a list. This is not an exhaustive list. We're not going through all 32 teams. I think you know who the New England Patriots head coach is. I feel confident enough in your skills there that I'm not going to quiz you on this. Okay. But what I did want to do is go through. These are not – some of these are first-year head coaches. Some of these are second-year head coaches. Some of these are second-tenured coaches, et cetera. But I wanted to go around the NFL with you, and I think I got, you know, a dozen – maybe 14 here. And I, I put the over-under at seven. I think you can do better than that. Okay. Okay. But I bet there's five Okay, that you can't get. I, I will be interested to see because I, you know, just off the top of my... What do you my, think? When you first prompted this, I thought, yeah. I bet you I could get 20 out of 30 because there there's a lot of new coaches that are guys Why? that have almost... The re, the thing Why? that's so interesting, though, is it's, it's not like, you know, Wade Phillips or Norv Turner or... You know, mm. some of these other guys that have been head coaches before and are going to yeah, be head yeah. coaches again, and like Jim Schwartz and guys like that. that a have just, lot of first-timers. There's a bunch of guys the that... Sean McVay like, way. Trying to, you know, there was a coach that we broke down yesterday. Who was it? But he had never even been a coordinator. He'd never even been a play caller mm-hmm. when we were breaking down what his path to his job was. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that that's a unique, a unique thing that's going on in the NFL right now. Well, let's do this. I'll put it at seven. Kay. Okay. Because it, if there's ten, there's... Let's put it like this. There's 10 that you know for sure. So out of the other 20 teams, we'll see if you – okay. Hit me you with it. You get Hit me with it. So here's what we're going to do, though. I mean, we got to put some on this. Okay. Um, I already owe you uh, a beer. Do you? For your rally in Spokane, even though I won the stroke play, you, in fact, won the game of Wolf. No, you paid me. You paid me off that night. I did. That's right. Oh. See, that's what I get for not even drinking that night. No, but here's the thing is, I mean, you got to understand the level of honesty that I just demonstrated where I could have been. Did I actually, though, because you came, you came to the bar and then you you left and then you did pay me off that night. Okay. okay. You you and uh, you and our good buddy, Sean Rainey, both Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. made good. Okay. So uh, I guess I don't know you. We're even. You don't owe me anything. No, you still need to light that Aaron Rodgers hoodie on fire. The number is seven. Okay. If you, if you get seven wrong, it's a push. Okay. If you get six, six or less wrong, you win, and you get to punch me in the stomach. If I win, I don't want to do that. <laughs> just kidding. I just thought it would be fun to do the punch thing. Uh, Not for you. No, no, no. But if I, I mean, if I get eight or more, then I get to punch you. See, that's the deal. <laughs> no, we're not doing any physical violence around here. We'll we'll figure it out. I'm so zen. How about how about one one beer? How about this? A beer for every like if you get if you only miss four, but if I clear it, okay, yeah, yes, now, yes, now yes. you get now so I, I can you I can earn up to seven beers. You could earn up to seven. But if, if I but if I bomb, then what do I owe you? Uh, on the other everyone. sliding, I think it should be six, really, not okay. seven. Okay, six up so, to so a six you can pack. Win up to a six pack, or lose up to right, a six or pack. Lose up to a six okay, pack. Okay, okay, good. Okay. This is how you do it on the fly. This was supposed to happen in prep before the show, but clearly we're doing this now for everybody. Okay, here we go. Going to start off with some that I think you should be able to get. <sighs> okay, the Detroit Lions. Matt Patricia, Correct. former defensive coordinator for the uh, New England Patriots. You got it. You got it. Uh, the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy. Give me, give me this pen. I, I'm making a, I'm making a, I'm making a, a good and bad. Got a G and B column, so I'm two for two. Okay, Matt okay. Nagy. Okay, um, let's go. Uh, the New York Football Jets. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication, and one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter, and right now they are spending a ton of time and money 
creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000 or find them online at goblackfoot.com Oh, Coulter, this this feels like Coulter. Adam Gase. Okay. I mean, we just talked about We just him. talked about him. Sorry, it. sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh Okay. Let's get let's take it let's take it up a little. Wait, I need your pen. I don't need I don't you Here's the thing. It matters how many I even ask you about. True. Right? So I and I'm not going in order on my sheet, so I need to make sure that I that I get all the ones that I've asked. Okay. Um The Los Angeles Chargers. Anthony Lynn. Mm-hmm. Been there a while. I like Anthony Lynn and I I, I don't I, I watch the Chargers. I don't know this is such a strange evolution in my life. Cuz I used to hate the Chargers because I hated Philip Rivers so much. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers just like the the regular season just dominant team that just never did it in the playoffs. It just was. They were they were Norv Turner. They they were, and they, now they're Anthony Lynn. And yeah, and it's, and it's formidable. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty formidable for sure. I like Anthony Lynn. I think Anthony Lynn is is a. Uh, let's just say I have a lot easier time seeing how players respect Anthony Lynn than a lot of other coaches in the league. Adam Gase and Anthony Lynn are from different sides of the spectrum in this argument or in this discussion. No argument. <laughs> um, the Green Bay Packers. Um, your boy, Matt LaFleur. First of all, he's not my boy. They're my team. He very well might not be my boy. Total tangent. Matt LaFleur. I, I heard uh, a, a guy who I, I cannot, I, I feel so dumb for being a writer who cannot remember another writer's name, but he is the guy who covers the Packers for the Athletic. Mm. And he said that he was on uh, Ryan Rosillo's podcast. And he said that it is beyond comprehension the toxicity that existed between Mike McCarthy and Adam and Aaron Rodgers last year. And he said that Aaron Rodgers, there's a, there's a new analytic percentage of balls thrown away. And Aaron Rodgers shattered the NFL record for the percentage of balls thrown away by almost 300%. Aaron Rodgers had close to a hundred thrown away passes last year where he just, you know, did the Aaron Rodgers spiked it in the dirt and threw it in the stands. But this writer said that, this was not just Aaron Rodgers making a smart or poor decision with the football. This was Aaron Rodgers saying, bad play call. Bad play call, Mike McCarthy. The whole thing didn't develop. They didn't run it right and chucked it in the stands. Hearing someone that's on the inside of that locker room describe that, it made me take a step back from all the criticism I've had of Aaron Rodgers and his poor body language. That stuff drove me nuts last year. Him sulking on the sidelines, yelling at his teammates, always pouting, always acting like a baby. But if it really was a toxic relationship that had just festered, I think the Packers, straight up, without getting any better personnel-wise, could take a huge jump. Just If Aaron Rodgers just doesn't throw the, the ball in the stands 50 times, you're talking about maybe 10 more touchdown passes. 
Let's so I, so. I got five, right? Let's hope so. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how many you get. We're it just matters how many I get list. wrong. Okay, okay, right. okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, keep yeah. rolling. Okay. Um, the Miami Dolphins. Um, I only know this because we just talked about this yesterday. Brian Flores. It is Brian Flores. I was hoping you wouldn't. He was. That. He was the one. He, that that was who I just who I just had forgot two seconds ago. He was a linebackers coach for New England. Cincinnati Bengals. Um. Um. TikTok. He's a Sean McVay guy. TikTok. Zach oh. Taylor. Oh no. I mean, I'm I'm going to owe you. I mean, that the fact that you picked up Zach Taylor from the Bengals is just that's disgusting that you know that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm screwed. Denver. Vic Fangio. San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan. Indianapolis. Frank Reich. Cleveland. Ah. Uh, Oh man, Freddie Kitchens, Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury, Jacksonville, Doug Marone, Tennessee, Mike Vrabel, the New York Football Giants. You already said that, Adam Gase. No. Oh, Giants. Gi- oh, Giants. Um, uh, um, he used to be the offensive coordinator for the Vikings. Uh, Pat Shermer, the Buffalo Bills, Doug McDermott. No, I owe you six. <laughs> I hate this. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. Coulter burned me on the Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week by running the table. When you short, you're like, I could probably get 20 out of 30. You were going to get 32 out of 32. Those are all the hardest ones. Name one that you don't know. Um, Because everybody else is pretty known. Who's the coach of the Falcons? I never can remember. Dan Quinn? Is yeah. that right? Okay. Uh is Ron Rivera still the head coach in Carolina? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Sean Payton. So this is the other Bruce Arians is in Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, see the Tampa. Mike yeah. Tomlin is in Pittsburgh. That's easy. Uh, Doug Peterson's already won a Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys don't have a head coach. The they just have a pawn. Team. Yeah, Mike Zimmer. Uh, here's what I want to do, though, in addition to this. Sean so, McVay. So we Pete went through Carroll, all, these, okay. all these names. I also want to know who was your list for top five coaches in the NFL? Um, we can both uh, put Bill Belichick at one, I presume, and 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 start from there. Um, my list is, I wouldn't say that it's exhaustive. Uh, uh, what I would say is I haven't gone, I've got my list, but I haven't gone through and put down, uh, you know, one through five who I got. But I will tell you who's on my list. Uh, uh, Bill Belichick. Yep. Sean Payton. A lot of people may not like it, but Mike Tomlin is on my list. It's a huge year for Mike Tomlin because I think Mike Tomlin would have been on everyone's list for about mm-hmm. a decade, and the first real cracks in his reputation have come the last couple of years. But you wonder – I was really I was thinking about this the other day. Of all the teams in the NFL, the Steelers are the team that has been immune to prima donna superstars almost across the board for decades. And then they just had two of the biggest prima donna superstars in the whole league in Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Well, it's, it's not very, clear they still don't have one. Well, no doubt. Right. He might be the biggest one out of all right. of them. I mean, he might be the biggest prima donna in the entire league. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger might. Um, but it's just like the Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers deal where this is like what we were talking about last week 
when we were breaking down the league as a whole. The talent you have on your roster is not going to be that disparate when you're talking about a salary cap league. There's so many. I mean, there's truly only like five teams in the league where you look at the roster. You're like, yeah, that team has no chance to make the playoffs. You could truly talk me into so many different teams. Yep. And and the difference between you know the Tennessee Titans and the Carolina Panthers and the Dallas Cowboys is not that much. Right. So so much of it is the locker room. How how much do you guys get along? Because mm-hmm. I mean, when you're talking about one dude who's running down on kickoff and has an equal chance of getting a concussion as the dude, this dude's making $380,000 a year, and this dude over here is making $25 million a year. D- toxic locker rooms can just completely derail NFL seasons. Yeah. Um, so I got uh, Mike Tomlin, Sean Payton, uh, Bill Belichick. I really, I mean, I do need to do sick. Uh, I got John Harbaugh, I think, is on this list for me. He's sort of on the edge. But two other guys who I don't know if anybody's going to agree with, but I, I think I can make a very good case for both of them. Pete Carroll yep, and Bruce Arians. I think Bruce Arians, he hasn't been a head coach for all that long five years in Arizona before he retired but is now back in Tampa. But the way he conducts himself, the way he – there's some guys who should just be at the top. And the idea that he got the moniker of – great coordinator never going to be a great head coach is is utterly insane like that that is what he kind of that's the spot he landed on for 20 years being an nfl head coach too it has so many parallels to politics because like bruce bruce Aarons is such a real authentic guy mm. that it's honestly held him back in his career right and, and that that's not just unique to football that's a lot of different it industries is. if you're a heart on your sleeve honest blunt you oftentimes people perceive you as abrasive and it just it can delay your career progression i think um i think bruce arians is good to get so i gave i gave six i don't know which of those to take off the list uh to give you my top five it might be harbaugh even though he's accomplished more than both pete carroll and bruce arians but i think i think what i think those guys have been able to i mean both get the most out of 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 the talent that they've had, but also had the most vision about how to put teams together. I mean, I think Pete Carroll's great skill is not so much as a football coach. It's about how from a, a scheme and attitude standpoint, along with John Schneider to put a football team together, even though it's at an NFL level, you've said this all the time, you know, it's a college atmosphere, Type of culture. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, at the professional level, but you can't just do that. It can't just be USC North, you know, it, it, it and so to be able to do the professional thing and look Pete Carroll when he was a head coach at New England was a uh, you know pretty middle of the road NFL coach and when he came back to Seattle people were like really I mean he can't do it at this level you know that that thing is pretty much gone now which I'm happy about like oh well if you couldn't coach you think that Nick Saban wouldn't do well as an NFL football coach if he was to go to the NFL because he was mediocre at Miami stop and there's so many things that people forget to remember. Like it was Miami, well, and 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 like they they went all in on Drew Brees, and then Drew Brees tore his shoulder, and then you had to roll Chad Pennington. That's like a, it's Chad Pennington's a fine quarterback. It's a huge drop off when you expect totally. to have Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I, those to me are are I think they're a cut above. There's a there's a lot. now there's a lot of guys. I think Doug Peterson is a guy I love. Frank Reich. Sadly, because I'm not a Colts guy, I love Frank Reich I love as Frank head Reich coach. Too. So I, I think that they, I think there are some outstanding guys. But you can't be even with a Super Bowl victory, 
you can't be a two or three year head coach or less, obviously, and be on the list of best coaches in the NFL. It seems to me a lot of people could and should rightfully probably point out Andy Reed. I think Andy Reed has obviously, you know, the tenure and uh, uh, well, te- he's got, I mean, he's got more tenure than anybody almost. Right. I mean, he, in terms of total years as a head coach, I'm not even sure that Belichick's got him on that. Maybe. Uh, but it's it's awful close. So Andy Reid is obviously there. And, you know, the Super Bowl thing is, you know, is kind of what it is. Um, four straight NFC championship games is pretty tough to, to argue with. And obviously what he's doing in Kansas City as well. And I think that, you know, if he continues, I think Andy Reid will probably break through. I mean, he's got he's got. Let's put it like this. If it doesn't happen with him and Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City right now, that's that's going to be a tough one to live down for Andy Reid because of how good it looks like they are and should be on paper. Uh, but he's he's obviously also a great coach and certainly in the conversation. Per the, the Chiefs portion of this conversation, Patrick Mahomes was essentially in his rookie year last year, only his second year in the NFL, his first year as a starter. I still think that the window there in Kansas City is only about two or three more years. Only because when Patrick Mahomes hits the open market, he will break the bank for whoever signs him because he will be the highest-played player in NFL history. But again, I mean, that's just inconsequential. But it's not when... I just think you have to win when you have the guy under his rookie contract because you can put so much more talent around him. Yeah, you can. I mean, Dan Marino set the NFL single-season record for touchdown passes in a season his second year the Miami Dolphins went to the Super Bowl that year they did not go back but that I mean there wasn't even this whole rookie cow no I know I'm I'm just saying when you have your window you have to capitalize on your window because there is very few teams in pro pro sports history very few franchises that have windows that reopen that have times where you win a championship in 1999 when you're the San Antonio Spurs and then you win one eight or nine years later with the similar pieces where you're the New England Patriots and you win Super Bowls nearly, you know, almost two decades apart. It just doesn't happen. Most teams' windows is two to three years long. I just, I think that most teams' windows, I think that often teams' windows are two to three years long, like you said, but I think that's also poor on the part of the teams. Will the Seattle Seahawks ever win another Super Bowl with Russell Wilson in this core? Yes. They will win one. With this core, there is no With core Russell anymore. Wilson and Pete Carroll, the faces of the franchise, will they win another Super Bowl? I think they will. Really? Yes, I do. Will Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl? I'm going to be optimistic and say yes. That's why I'm so mad about Kirk Cousins. Because the Vikings' window is right now. They had a better chance to win a Super Bowl with Case Keenum. They had a better chance to win a Super Bowl with so many dudes. The, the better chance with Case Keenum is still zero. <laughs> See, I don't think so. I think you can win a Super Bowl with their team. I mean, I get what you're saying, and that's fine. But here's all and if I'm they saying, just if they just screw around with all I'm saying about the window is this: is there a window for the Ravens? Is there a window for the Steelers? Is there a window for the Patriots? No, it's win forever. Pete Carroll wrote the book for crying out loud: win forever. That's true. There's no but, windows but, when you do it right. But to contrast that, like a team like the Rams. Look at the team. Look at the young stars that they sure, have on that yes. team. Their window is re- is now. It is two or three years because people are going to figure out Sean McVay's offense. People are going to figure out Jared Goff, and to your point, likely exploit him. I heard such a great stat last night on on my drive home on Spain and, and company. She said that Sarah Spain said that 
Two stats. First, there's a new analytic that, sh- that shows the average yards that the offensive line blows the other defensive line off the ball, the average point of contact that a running back makes. The Rams averaged 5.7 yards per blast off, call it, last year. So basically Todd Gurley's carrying the ball for a full three and a half yards before any defender is closing down upon him because the line of scrimmage is moving almost five yards every time. Mm-hmm. I talked about all last season. That's a true testament to the improvements that Rams offensive line made. The other thing was that Jared Goff, 55% of the passes Jared Goff completed came off play action, which is why when Todd Gurley's not in the game in the Super Bowl, Jared Goff goes from potential MVP to a guy who looks like he has no business being in the game. Totally. And so there's a, a distinct possibility that people will figure out Sean McVay's offense. Todd Gurley's health is going to be in question for the rest of his career. There's no, I mean, he's had multiple ACL surgeries. He's got bone on bone in his knee. How is it, how is he going to last? It, it, no one is Superman. Guys like him, they seem to always have short windows. Who knows, man? But I just think that the Rams window is small too, because everybody's window is small. This, th- this, this ebbs and flows so much. It does. But that's the thing is like, if you ask me about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson could very well still be the productive Pro Bowl caliber quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks in 10 years from now. And he's already been there five or six. Okay? We're like the, eight or nine, right? The last player that Tom Brady played with his rookie year retired from football a decade ago. I mean, these guys, they play with dudes that were born, born barely by the t- when he came into the league. Okay, so, you know, people talk about, you know, when you talk about quarterback and coach, Mm -hmm. okay, the window is decade plus long. If you keep the same continuity. But so often in pro sports, there's so much volatility. Think about how how revered and how much hype there is surrounding Sean McVay right now. If the Rams were to fall on their face and not make it back to the Super Bowl at any point, say the Rams do not make the Super Bowl for the next four years straight and say they miss the playoffs in any of those four seasons, Sean McVay will 100% be on the hot seat. Because that's how the league works. There's only a couple jobs that you can get in the league where you're not on the hot seat. Bill Belichick has one. Mike Tomlin has one. John Harbaugh, at least for now, has one. Well, I mean, they're they're obviously not on the hot seat because even if you get fired after 14 years, I mean, you can call it a hot seat or whatever, but if you've been there more than five or six years, you are, you know, you're established and you're solid and it can work as, and normally it does work. I mean, we saw it with the Giants. We've seen it with Pittsburgh. We've seen it in Baltimore. We've seen it in New England. We didn't see it in Cincinnati where they tried to do the right thing, but didn't have the right people. And so you got to make that call as well. And that's why there is so much turnover if you feel like it's not the right thing. Here's the thing to me, though, about Sean McVay. You said people are going to figure out his schemes. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, why hasn't anybody figured out Belichick's scheme? Because he evolves just as much, if not more, than anybody. And he's smart. And so McVay, you know what the Super Bowl was for him? School. It was a lesson. This is, I mean, guaranteed that he's not a worse coach for having had had a noogie rubbed in his head by Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl he is better for it now winning a Super Bowl I mean if that's the litmus test which it is to an extent but I mean only one team's gonna do it totally you know and 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 so is are all of a sudden like is is your window an utter failure if you're the Rams and you make it to three NFC championship games and one Super Bowl that you lose while Goff's on his rookie contract? Absolutely not. 
one of the dominant teams in the NFL. And once Goff is off his rookie contract and makes all that money and you got to reshuffle stuff around, that's going to be the true test of management and of coaching. But if you're good, you can do it. And other teams have done it. So the window thing is accentuated because of the price of a quarterback and the rookie, you know, CBA agreement, which, by the way, could all be completely changed in two years because the new CBA is going to have to get worked out. And I don't know what that's going to look like, but I don't I don't I don't. The the window that you speak of is real, but I think it's real because teams don't do it well. That's what I think. I think teams that do do it well, there is no window. Right. But nothing lasts forever. We've seen, I mean, the New York Giants were on the Mount Rushmore of stable organizations in the NFL for for three decades. When and then they're just not. When Brady's done, when Brady's done, will the, will the Patriots with Bill Belichick be the favorites in the preseason to win the AFC East? Yes. That's all you need to know. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Who are the dark horses? In the Big Sky Conference, are there any? Open question. It's to Tell Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Chris Polaris Studios. Chris Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. And online at chrispolaris.com. They're celebrating 30 years in business this month. Notably, the month is almost over. you got today and tomorrow to go in and celebrate with them by getting, are you ready, 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories. For the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, as run and beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris for Kurtz's 30-year anniversary sale. If you missed anything in the show thus far, you got it on the podcast. Podcast available on TuneIn Radio app, Spotify, and all the places, all the platforms that you get your podcast. You get the 2 Tell Nuanas podcast there as well. It is there thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. If you want to call, 329-1899 is the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Uh, Coulter, we've got our pretty definitive top five in the Big Sky Conference football. Is there another team or two that could make some noise in the conference, perhaps be, you know, an at-large playoff team? Let's look like this. It would be shocking to me. If any team 
not named Weber, UC Davis, Eastern, Montana, or Montana State won the Big Sky Conference. Okay? Shocking. However, if you're talking about a 24-team tournament, I think there is some room to talk about some teams uh, that certainly could could get a look at being a postseason type of team. I think the team I look at most notably would, uh, on something like that would be Northern Arizona. Mm-hmm. They have a new coach. Mm-hmm. If he's great, then they're in business. And they have a quarterback who, if he can stay healthy, we think is great in Case Cookus and a built-in leader, a sixth-year you know, senior there. And, uh, you know, at that obviously very key position, one of the top, you know, couple of quarterbacks in the Big Sky Conference. And so NAU looks like a team to me that if you just want to, you know, take it at, at that, you know, at that level. Now, what else do they have depth-wise and everything else? I don't know. But uh, I think there's some possibility, some, some, some upside to Northern Arizona. There's a couple other teams, too, though. I mean, Idaho State was a breakout team, and if – you know, Rob Fennessy continues going the way that he's been going in Pocatello. Maybe they're a team that, you know, takes another step forward, even though they lose one of the Guller brothers, which is significant. So I, I don't know. You tell me. What do, you, what do you think? Well, first of all, I think that on the Idaho State note, while I do think Rob Fennessy is the right guy for that job, and I do think that they have made uh, not just incremental, they've made very, very big strides. I mean, very big. I mean, they're 11 and 11. They're, they're 11 and 11 in the last two years. At Idaho State, that is a huge accomplishment. There has not been anybody that's been 500 in a two-year period, and that's even counting Mike Kramer, who went 8-4 and four one year. And they also they, beat down the Vandals. They beat down the Vandals. I mean, they won an something. FBS game two years ago. They went to Nevada and won two yeah, years ago. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of the Mike Kramer recruits. Because I mean, make no mistake, Mike Kramer put got a ton of talent into that program. Way better talent than they had before, including uh, especially on the lines. Yeah, They've had some legitimate... Defensive lineman Tyler Cooter, uh, John Raheem Peoples, those guys are, are studs. Mario Jenkins, one of the stud linebackers in the league. You, you talk about James Madison and the running back, as well as, you know, you mentioned Tanner Guller, their quarterback last year. The, the system that they're going to run offensively, the RPO system, you need to have a veteran stud quarterback. They had one last year. That's why they went six and five. That's why they won five, five league games. They still have two of the five best receivers in the league in Mitch Guller and Mikey Dean. They still have a top five running back in Ty Flanagan, but they lose a lot, and they don't have the guy at quarterback. Mm. I don't think they have an answer at quarterback. So because of that, there's no way you could talk me into, and and this is the first time I've said this about the Big Sky in several years, because I always think that almost anybody could be good. There's no way you could talk me into Idaho State, Northern Colorado, Southern Utah, or Idaho being good this year. Nothing. There's nothing you could tell me that's, that could convince me that those. And four, so who does that? Lead? Those four teams could be any good. I also I also think that Cal Poly, Cal Poly has had a nationally elite player to be the the head of the snake of their triple option offense for the last six years. First, it was Chris Brown, the greatest triple option quarterback I've ever seen. Unbelievably tough. I mean. Chris Brown was carrying the ball 30 times a game. He would get worn out by the end of the year, which is unfortunate, but he is a stud. I mean, Chris Brown's performance against Montana, when Montana had Brock Coyle and Jordan Tripp playing linebacker, and Chris Brown rushed for 238 yards, the most ever by a big state conference quarterback, one of the greatest performances ever. I mean, the guy was a savage in that game. And then you had, then you have the, the linchpin, the, the leader of your offense, be the greatest fullback in Big Sky Conference history, Joe Prothrow, one of the all-time leading rushers. I mean, Cal Poly is all-time leading rusher and one of the all-time leading rushers in the history of the league. They don't have an identity. And so I don't really know how – I mean, they, they've slipped significantly the last couple of years on defense. 
I think everybody in the league knows how to exploit that color, the the color line scheme twists that Cal Poly does. That said, I still expect Cal Poly to win a couple games because the turnaround when you play Cal Poly or after you play Cal Poly, it has such an impact on everybody else in the league. Because if you go, say you have to play at Eastern Washington and then you got to play Cal Poly the next week, there is no carryover for your prep. Mm-hmm. Say you got to play at Cal Poly one week and then you play UC Davis the next week. That's even worse because now you've just been getting banged up for a week and a half trying to prepare for the triple option, right. then playing it. How do you go cover UC Davis' spread offense? I'm not sure. So even though I don't think Cal Poly is going to be great, I do think that Tim Walsh is a good enough coach and instills toughness well enough that Cal Poly will win a few league games, which then to me leaves only three teams that are in the dark horse category. I think NAU is one. You broke that down well. I think when you have an elite talent at quarterback like Northern Arizona has with Case Cookus, you have a chance, period. I think that Northern Arizona has largely underachieved. And the fact that Northern Arizona only went to the playoffs four times in Jerome Sowers' 22 seasons, I think that it should have been more. Yeah, I think it should have been more. But I do think that NAU is right there. And then the other two teams, the first is Portland State, only because I think that Portland State, Portland State plays Idaho State, Northern Colorado, Southern Utah, and Idaho for their first four conference games. They should and could win all of those games. Mm-hmm. Then Montana comes to Portland. Like we said, we'll probably both take Montana in that game. But Bruce Barnum has beat the Grizz multiple times. And Bruce Barnum, he sells that to his guys. He, it's not, oh, this is just another game. He sells them, hey, the big boys in the league, Montana, Montana State, they're coming to town. He'll, mm-hmm. He talks about it on the record. He's talked about it on this show, how much he sells that. So I do think that Portland State could be maybe a middle-of-the-league team. They were competitive last year. I mean, shoot, they came to Missoula and they won a game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Portland State could be there. But then to me, outside Northern Arizona, the biggest mystery in the league, and I think maybe the biggest delineation of what I think a team could be, is Sacramento State. Because Sacramento State was good two years ago. They were 7-4. and four. They, they missed a couple of the quote-unquote flagship teams in the league with their schedule, but mm-hmm. they still were competitive. Seven, mm-hmm. seven overall wins. They won six league games. Kevin Thompson was really good. Elijah Dotson was really good. They always have great speed at wide receivers because of their recruiting base. George Obina is back for his sixth year after tearing his shoulder last year. Darren Choates is back. Dre Terrell is back. Manoa Pearson's back. They have guys that are multiple, multiple year starters on both sides of the ball. And Jody Sears is a great guy. He's always been great to me. He's not a head coach. He never should have been. He basically inherited two different head coaching jobs because of the circumstances around him. He was an interim head coach because of a fired guy that he went to work for at both Weaver State and Sac State. Jody Sears is a defensive coordinator. He he didn't have the offensive mindset to really operate the way that they needed. And I think the fact that they cleaned house and they hired a guy that has such offensive acumen like Troy Taylor. I mean, we've seen from, from Steve Mushagian through Marshall Spurbeck, through Jody Sears, it's sort of ironic because we've seen defensive-minded head coaches as the head coach at Sac State. To me, when you're talking about recruiting that Central Valley, I would just go straight spread. All gas, no breaks, throw it 100 times, try to score a million. Like, for real. Because you could get so many athletes, right? That What are you trying to play defense for? All these guys, both on offense and defense, are playing seven-on-seven. Just get the best athletes you can on the perimeter on both sides of the ball. Try to just get picks on defense and just all gas, no breaks on offense. Troy Taylor has that mindset. Now the question is, can they surround can Kevin Thompson it? with the dudes? But to me, Sac State, if they went out and won four league games in Troy Taylor's first season, wouldn't surprise me. If they went out and went over, it wouldn't surprise me either. Stu Tell Nuanas, let me see that on ESPN Radio. One quick final break. We'll come back. We'll tell you what we got coming up the rest of the week and beyond after this. 
Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to, and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. Wrapping things up on a Tuesday afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good to be with you. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It is to tell Nuwana as we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. July is Kurtz's 30th birthday. 30 years they've been in business, and they're celebrating by offering you 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna Invader dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris, Missoula, and Sealy today and tomorrow. Then the month is over, so you got to get in now for their 30-year anniversary sale. If you missed anything in the show, check it out on the podcast. The podcast available all over the place. The podcast is there thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. I'm going to download some podcasts for my big drive. So here's the deal. Tomorrow, boys and girls, tomorrow, you got to come see us down at the Desperado Sports Tavern. We're doing Wing It Wednesday live from the home of the best wings in the city of Missoula. We are going to uh, uh, be giving away tickets to the Grizzly Oregon football game, another pair of tickets that we're going to pull out of the box there. Between now and then, tonight, tomorrow, go over to the Desperado, write your name, put it in the box, okay? And also, come have a free beer. How about that? Widmer Hafeweizen going to have uh, some free uh, uh, Hafas for you down there at the uh, at the Desperado starting at 4 o'clock when we go on the air live. So come down to the Desperado and see us tomorrow. you got to be present to win the tickets, too. So you put your name in there. You need to be down there. Uh, so, so come on in hang out with us spend some time we'll have some giveaways as well so it's a fun time and obviously i mean when it tickets to this game you can't do better than that colter i mean you cannot do better than that uh also tomorrow is our last day of the week colter and i what in the world taking a little vacation here uh so out sort thurs- of out thursday and friday uh yeah you're working you're i'm just, going to work you're just going to work oh elsewhere. can't yep. Uh, so uh, we'll be off Thursday and Friday, though. No Tutel and Nuanas. Uh, Tutel and Nuanas will be back with you on Monday, uh, and Coulter will be in here, and then I will rejoin the crew on Tuesday uh, of next week. But tomorrow going to be a lot of fun down at the Desperado Sports Tavern, so come hang out with us. Spend some time. We'll have an enjoyable time down there on South Russell across from the YMCA. Can't wait. It's going to be super fun. Desperado, I think the uh, I think the pioneer sponsor of this show, right? Just what? Oh yeah, yeah. One of the very, very originals. I mean, when you were doing Tuesdays with Two Tellers, Desperado yeah, advertising. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brian's been on it for a long time, and we and I'm certainly looking forward to uh, be. I mean, we've gotten in. You know, we go in there pretty, you know, 
pretty frequently, all things uh, considered. But we have not done the show from there, so it'll be fun to uh, to set up shop in there and do it. And then, uh, yeah, I, Coulter, I got to get my CD player fixed because I'm driving the family as soon as the show is over into the minivan and off to Wisconsin. Mm. That's a little bit of a hike now. You know, yes, it's it is. So what, what is the estimated drive time? Well, it's it's a twenty three to twenty four hour of driving drive. Um, with three children, probably we're going to have to stop to pee at least once on that route. <laughs> probably. So I don't know what we're going to do. And my CD player just broke, and so I'm I I'm starting to wonder about the viability of this. But you know what? Onward. You just got to fight the good fight. The kids got to see their grandparents. Boys and girls, we'll see you from the Desperado tomorrow. Good night. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.